Hi, friend. Hi, friend. I'm Michael Cassidy. And I'm Laura Holloway. And this is the Actors Helpline. You're a gamer. And I was like, you just jumped on. Okay. And I was like, do you want to just jump in? And you're like, yes, I'm in. You're a gamer. That's what I was calling I, I understand that it means other things. But I'm also to me, that. It's one of the highest compliments I can pay you. Oh, thanks. If somebody was like, dude, you're always just ready to rip, I would be like, oh, thank you so much. My whole adult life has been about being recognized as just a gamer, a get up and go type of guy. I think you are a gamer. Yes. Oh, my God. It worked. All I, I do. had to do. I think I you are. Ask. After considerable planning. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ow. <laughs> No, if I, I hope you feel better. If I'm like, (gasps) I already felt pretty decent. If I, no, if I'm like, dude, we should go do this thing. You'd be like, hell yeah. I mean, I'm talking, look, let's, let's flash back about 15 years. (laughs) You are a gamer. Your life right now doesn't allow you to be the gamer that you are at all times. No, you know what, you, you know what happened in my life is my wife said, Let's have more kids. And I was such a gamer. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And now I'm just right locked into those choices. That's what it is. You are you are <laughs> such a gamer that you can no longer game. <laughs> it's 72 degrees in Nashville today. That doesn't seem right. What are you talking about? Everything's fine. Everything is fine. It's The earth is only 2,000 years old. And, and it's flat. It's flat. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's right where it's supposed to be, you know, <laughs> just as, just as was intended. Um, I opted on this 72 degree day to wear sweatpants and be upstairs in my house because <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> Why is it hot? Why is it hot? I don't need it to be hot ever again. Ever again. Cold. Bring the cold. I can put on layers. No, I was there. And especially where you are in Nashville, we, I think I've, we talked about this. I was so fired up about air conditioning and its existence while I was there. That's true. Because it was like the surface of the sun there. Yeah. It's actually quite beautiful today because it's a beautiful, you know, fall day. But it is, uh, it's unseasonably warm. Oh boy. Right on time. The sun just yeah really stepped up its game. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the grip who was in charge of diffusing your light just <laughs> fell asleep. Or no, he started looking at his phone. Yeah, a heart attack, I think. It's grave. Oh. Do you hear that? Is that... I... Do you hear that? It's right above us. Both of us? It's right above HQ. Is that... Is it... It's, it seems like it's getting closer. But it, very it's slowly. It's closer and it's... <laughs> it seems like it's hovering above us. Yes, do you think we should be concerned? Wait, no, it's getting... It's going away. No, there it goes. Okay, okay it's gone. Hmm. Well, we'll see. It seemed like we'll see what that I, Did was. you see the thing that came? It seemed like there was something kind of dangling from it. Did I just? Am I imagining that? I thought I was imagining it. If you saw it, then it definitely was there. Do you think we should be concerned right now? Are we under attack? I don't think we should be concerned. Okay. Well, then I'm not. That's all it takes. Oh hi. Oh hi guys. <laughs> hi, wow. friend. I'm here. Strong, strong entrance. Thank you. Was that your helicopter? Yeah. So welcome. You're here. Thank God. Thank God I'm here. Well, uh, I'm an atheist, so you already fucked up. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I believe in God. It's all right. Uh, what's <laughs> it's up? It's all right. <laughs> right. 
so for the listeners, I'm Alice Wetterland. <laughs> <laughs> Look, can I can I just can I do something while you're on my show really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Laura, this is Laura and friends. This is Alice Wetterland. Alice and I did a show called People of Earth, and she hasn't acted since because <laughs> the only thing that exists is what people do with me. Um, Alice is currently on a much more successful, much better show called Resident Alien that airs on the Sci-Fi Network. Honestly, and by much more successful, that's Hollywood speak for the same amount of successful because (laughs) it's literally equally successful. I was at Comic-Con and they wouldn't let me into the Entertainment Weekly party um, because, of course... Why why, Why would they? Why would they? I had a ticket, but, like, don't let me in. Do you know what I'm saying? And the bouncer was like, nah, sorry. And then on the other side of the red carpet, there was a lady who like just, we were about to turn back and this lady goes, is that Alice Wetterland from People of Earth? And I was like, oh, hey, thanks for, yeah. And then the bouncer looks at me and he's like, all right, get in there. Like. (laughs) That's what it took. Yeah. And I was like, I was there to promote Resident Alien. Yeah. And they didn't get me into the party. But people of Earth got me in because the bouncer didn't have me on the list. Like, it was just like, uh, chef's kiss. Like, what a great. This is the story of the shows I've been on. Somebody's one of my friends said that I've I've been stuck in the uh, this. What did they say? The like sci fi ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if I knew that we were going to have a conversation that makes me feel like garbage about your career, I would not have talked about your credits at all. I know. I, I know, and that's and that is on me <laughs> for existing and choosing this path. Um, great to see you. Great I love to see you, you so buddy. much. Oh, I love you too. Thank you. Yeah, Alice, <laughs> welcome. This is the Actors Helpline. We get um, messages. Yeah. Okay. Like voice messages. So the helpline rings, and then we answer it, and then the message plays. It's not we don't have a phone conversation. Yeah. The yeah, helpline yeah. is always available to people. They can go to theactorshelpline.com, click on the microphone, and cool. leave us a message, and then we'll answer it with someone who knows what they're talking. I'm about. obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's really loud, <laughs> and the, <laughs> the phone is really loud. <laughs> Hello. Again, they can't hear you. Hey, Actors Helpline. My question is about on-camera intimacy. Specifically for Michael, how do you navigate filming a sex scene or on-camera kiss with someone who's not your wife? Oh, my name is Laura Eichhorn, and I'm your wife. (laughs) Before she said that, I was like, "Mm, this girl sounds hot. And I was like, so sexy. her voice. Her voice. Her voice is... Yeah, we each have we have that. My my significant other's voice is amazing. Oof, oh. he's got a great voice. Uh, yeah, um, mine's the worst. He's like, just <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like Ichabod Crane. <laughs> All right, we're out of giblets. Like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Laura, we're out of giblets in the pantry. And you know I need my giblets. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, god. Sex, sexy that. wife voice. Sorry about that. Sexy, sexy wife. wife voice. All right. Thanks for calling in, Laura. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Thanks. Um That's a that real was my question. Wife. Both of you guys know my wife. Yes. 
Uh, Laura Holloway and I have been friends, Alice, for 150 years. Sure. And you and my wife, Laura, played baseball together. That's right. That's right. Hot. Real gamer. Real gamer. With gamer. With Garrett. Gamer. Which is my husband, basically. The guy that I love who does all the laundry. Oh. <laughs> I love With him the too. Voice. Yeah, the the deep voice brawny man. Like, got their most romantic text the other day was I was podcasting and I got a text from him that said, "I'm coming home and I have soup for you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, these Jeez, that is sexual." Five years in, Sexting. and these are the things you know. It's yeah. true. Um, so yeah, intimacy on camera. Wow. Uh, I well, she did ask the question. Just for you, Michael. So. Yeah, it was just for you. So no. we'll just listen. I know. But she didn't know. <laughs> she did know I was here, but. I fine. promise you. <laughs> she loves a bit, you she guys. Loves she bit. loves a bit. We're going to answer yeah, it, it together. Not, a real a gotcha. Um, I feel like you should speak to it specifically to your wife publicly. Yeah, I think you definitely at some point need to speak to your wife. Um, but in the meantime. <laughs> I have had some experience with on if anyone else besides Laura has this question, there's a um, I have not been I mean, I haven't really done the whole NCIS circuit of intimacy scenes. You know, those shows where like it's supposed to be real looking sort of most of the shows that I've been on that had intimacy uh, experiences were played for laughs, you know, like it's like, um, you know, and, uh, I, I would say the show I'm on now, the intimacy scenes I have are kind of like between, they're not like, they're not like just goofy, but they're also not, um, they're very PG, you know? So I think I've had like one experience on camera with, um, so there's, t- I think there's two roads to go with this where me too i love that you're saying this. yeah where there's like two different kinds of intimacy on camera and two different kinds of like experiences i think an actor can have one is the um like you know maybe you're a guest star maybe you know and you have very sexy scenes with somebody or and there's there's like there's either time to build chemistry with the other actor or there's not you know Mm. and i think the scene i think it's like it's somewhat harder to build like trust and, you know, like mutual when there's no chemistry. Like I had this scene with like uh, Kyle Gass, Galner, Kyle Galner um, in this show, The Interrogation, in which everybody should watch this show, especially my scenes. Just if you want to learn what never to do, just acting wise. Um, I couldn't believe watching this back. I was like on set going like, you know. Finger guns all over the place. Like, I'm a comedian, so this is not a big deal for me. You know what I mean? Don't have to think about timing. And then I watched it back, and I was like, oh, God. I'll never work again. I'll never work again. Like, I'm so bad. Wait, because wait, your acting is bad? or it's because bad. And like, you didn't get it? or It seems like I'm on a different show, a bad show. And everybody oh. else is on a good show. I just, it was very discordant to me. Um, but the intimacy scenes yeah. were modern in that, like, there's an intimacy coordinator who's a woman or somebody femme identified. She'll talk to you, um, mm-hmm. you know, beforehand. She'll talk to your scene partner or partners beforehand. You're going to have that whole time to feel safe. But I didn't have a ton of time with Kyle, you know, as like an actor because I was in this one episode or two 
episodes and it wasn't like it didn't feel like uh it felt very very let's punch in punch out and I think part of that for me is like maybe it wasn't a comedy there wasn't I don't know and maybe it's because I wasn't a series regular on this show so I wasn't tied to it but my other experience Mm. on my show on uh, Resident Alien it's totally different like I've had I've had a hand in picking out the actor that plays my significant other like we you know what I mean like we vibed you know and I have chemistry with this person like on camera in a way that Mm. is helpful to the scene also like it's um it's just easy there's like showman's world you know what I mean they're they're, we're like you're allowed to like to a certain extent like have a rapport with someone that's a little romantic Mm -hmm. and then there's like let's get her done let's make this sexual scene and I feel like the more layers between you and that other I don't you and that other person because Mm -hmm. when I was doing like this straight up sex scene with Kyle it was like okay there's intimacy person there there's like we've got a like it felt like there was a dolly somehow involved and like (laughs) do you know what I'm saying like there's just like so much going on and people in the modern era are like very protective of each other's safety mostly you won't you know that's what you'll get and so it's like he's he's checking with me it's like you're good you're good okay beep you're good you know what I mean it's not like yeah. we're having sex mm-hmm. you know what I right. mean it's like right. it's like it's like operating a spaceship you know what yeah. I mean? naked yeah. yeah it is because yeah. it's there's danger you know what I mean there's like real there's so much history of people being taken advantage of that nobody yeah. can be no one would ever want to do something that is misinterpreted so I feel like yeah. the very, very sexy scenes that you see um, from shows where they have serious sexiness, it's like that, th- those people weren't maybe like, you know, it wasn't like, woohoo, you know, it was more mm-hmm. like, okay, let's, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. where the PG sort of like handholdy type scenes that I have, that's actually more of a quote unquote threat, I think, to my relationship. Mm, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you have to mm, build a romance with this person. And mm-hmm. at least for me, like I'm a I'm a lady, you know, like I was talking to my SO, my Garrett, my um my partner about this and explaining to him, like, because he's not an actor, um, explaining what goes on in my head when I think about somebody and I have a crush on somebody. You know, for him, I think maybe he's a typical guy and he's like, well, like, you know. I think about like, like what maybe her tits, you know, like, and like, I'm like, I'm like, right. Okay, great. I get that. I'm on a, I'm on a bridge with him and it's raining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and maybe and that's an actor thing. Maybe it's a lady thing, <laughs> but like, that's where I go. Right. There's like yeah. tits and ass is not really part of it as much. So I think that that for me was like a, like, especially this time around, with Justin, my co-star, it was like, I really got the full experience and I had a lot of opportunity to evolve like as an actor for sure, but also in my own relationship. And that thank goodness was something that happened, you know, but I think that being with an actor helps if your significant other is an actor or has been in that position a lot would be really helpful. Um, Mm. Or just being Mm. with a guy who's in a lot of therapy. (laughs) 
like I am. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just curious, you know? He's just curious. And he's interested in learning about me. He, you know, he he's interested in my experience professionally and otherwise. So 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 Alice, you're saying that the the recent uh relationship intimacy, not mm-hmm, a sex mm-hmm. scene specifically, you you're saying deepened your connection to your off camera real life uh romantic relationship? Yeah, but by necessity. By necessity, because I was having feelings, you know, not like, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm 42. So, um, maybe if you were less experienced as a person on earth, like I knew what they were. I wasn't like, I love this man. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. like that. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. Like I'm having like, you know, the, br- I'm going to the bridge <laughs> in the, the mm-hmm. I'm, do- I'm yeah. doing the pride and prejudice. And mm-hmm. I was like, <clears throat> and it wasn't about the person at all like I was I was almost like I was living in the world of my character in a new way because it was fun Mm. to do it was Mm. fun to be Darcy Mm. in this world where she was having this new romance with this person and Mm. I was having the experience of like thinking about him you know and like being like you know, um, just listening to music you know and really vibing it's hard to describe this in a non-Gen Z way and I was not necessarily afraid of that but I was afraid of what my partner would think when I told him Mm -hmm. because he not an actor Mm -hmm. we hadn't experienced um the like I have a crush on this other person yet and we also Mm -hmm. were apart during this was during the pandemic for like 11 months so there was all sorts of stressors on our relationship that came into play that it was like um, maybe one thing would have been not a big deal for us. But the three things, you know, being away, mm-hmm. having a crush, like it being a new thing, it was too many stressors to be able to just sort of like have a couple conversations. For us, it was like, all right, should I get off the pot? Like, what are we going to do? Are, gonna, are we going to really we have to deal with this to make it kind of thing? Um, just the distance Mm. and like god it was just so brutal um but my significant other is somebody who's in therapy and so his mom is a therapist so he's like yeah yeah, yeah." oh yeah yeah he's used to it i mean he's advanced Mm -hmm. um and for for us it was like a big opportunity to um yeah figure out like kind of level up as a relationship you know and i'm so glad it happened when it did, when we had time and there was just, it, it was, it was a really good thing for us. And it, and it's, yeah, it's been a, it's been a really good thing for the show too, because like, and having chemistry with this other actor and like having an ability to, cause like, it was just, it was just made it so easy to do all the stuff we had to do on the show. It's just like, it, there was no like, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like when you have chemistry with another actor, romantic or not, it's just, it doesn't, it requires so much less energy of you um, Mm. on the day, you know, doing the scenes, you less takes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I always say, uh, and Laura's students have heard me say this when I go there, the easiest way to do the, the, non-sexy and intimacy like you're describing it's just to fall in love with the person mm-hmm. it just makes yeah it so much you easier. told me that 
You told me that. Oh, great. Long ago, okay. actually. Um, you were yeah. like, you're supposed to fall in love with your castmate when you yeah. have a like that, that's part of it. And I didn't like that had not occurred to me at the time. It was years ago. Mm. Years ago. We are 75 years old. So it we are. it had not occurred to me because I don't come from this mm -hmm. school. I'm a comedian. You know, that's where I came mm -hmm. out of this. And in the comedian's trade is to have no feelings ever. Um for any reason <laughs> so I, I did not you know know about that and I'm honestly really grateful that you told me that Michael because like if I had to come into this situation this new Elliot Darcy arc without the idea that like oh no fantasy's okay you know like you know feelings are okay you're not a monster that would have been a really different uh, experience I would have had a lot of guilt and you know I think the only thing I felt guilty about when I had like a crush on my co-star was that I was like, am I a cliche? <laughs> Which is something I always ask about myself, <laughs> no matter the circumstance. <laughs> I, I agree. My sort of two things were very much what you described. The filming of physical intimacy as juxtaposed with the, uh, filming of clothed intimacy yeah, and clothed. how different they are. Yeah. And I find that the emotional intimacy um, is more dangerous and, confusing. and more, yes, more confusing, but also you can, per your story, prepare for it more. Yeah. Meaning you can, um, you described sort of taking something that I said and your own experience and sort of combining them to create an environment for you to play the character in new circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's like a thing. That's a thing that the actor is doing. Yeah. Um, you do have to sort of turn in my experience, you have to turn all of that off when you're actually shooting a sex scene because for of sure. all the things you said, it's like, where is her? I, I, I've sort of developed the thing where when I go to kiss my co-star, I do the quick in the kissing scene. I do the quick math of, so if it's a female, I always kiss her so that my eyes go upstage of the line where they're shooting so that her eyes are on camera and mine are not. Cause yeah. you're a giant face. Yeah. <laughs> because no, because people want to see her react. To, yeah. Right. Yes. And then this is but then like, I had a male, male kiss. This is NASA. A male, male kiss. This is NASA. This is what I'm this saying. Is, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is space travel. And then, and then I had a male, male kiss, um, I don't know, like four, five years ago. And I thought, but it's his movie. So I'm still going to go upside upstage because yeah, yeah, yeah. we need his eyes when we're kissing. His eyes need to be in his close up, not mine. And I think that is just like, um, that's just a piece of the pie, right? You're not like, that's like, that's just like 1%, that's 1 percent because technical. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because yeah. there's a, such a thing as intimacy choreo. It's not just yeah. like an intimacy coordinator, someone who's there to make sure nobody's being a jackass uh, or feeling horrible about themselves. And then there's an intimacy choreographer is there to mm. create for the actors maybe who don't have that sort of like um, <laughs> what what's the um, what's the movie with uh, I forget the name of the, the the pilot movie with the Tom Cruise. The a Top Gun, P somebody who maybe doesn't have the Top Gun view of ro intimacy scenes like Michael, um, who's just calculating trajectories. You know what I mean? Always, yeah. <laughs> always. 
But like that person is there to do that and help people like, what are we seeing? How much are we seeing? What do we want to see? What does it look like? And what do the bodies do to achieve that? So there's that. So there's like so many layers. And now my scenes with, um, my scenes with Justin, like I don't, we don't have any of that stuff. It's, it's kind of up to the two actors because it's so PG to be like, you okay? You know? Um, and we have never needed an intimacy coordinator and that we have an intimacy coordinator on set for other stuff, for other people's scenes. But like you said, the confusing aspect of it for me, like I, I had a hand in helping be just not be I'm acting like I'm a casting director, but like, because I was present for the, the, the screen test and the chem read, um, I pushed for us to hire this certain actor because not only did I feel that our chemistry was dynamite but his read on the character was just it just felt like it was going to lend a lot more um it just made more sense it just made more sense for where my character was at for this person to kind of be the the person i really loved i really loved his performance and i was really excited for him to get to set and when he arrived on set and we had our first scenes they went great and he was so nice I think he was really nervous. He kind of communicated that to me because he's a dramatic actor, not used to comedy. And he felt like, oh, this show is a straight up comedy. You know, this is like yeah. Farrelly Brothers <laughs> like, is what he was thinking, you know. <laughs> and he was just like, like, I don't know how to do this. I didn't expect to get this role. Yeah. So we sort of flirted, you know, we got to know each other. It was really, it was good. It was, it was, it was crackling energy, you know. And then we had uh, our first like kiss scene, which the way things are shot um, on these types of, sh- uh, when we were block shooting, it was like, we shot something from episode five. The first thing we shot was episode one and then we shot to episode five. So our relationship had like progressed, but we shot mm-hmm. the next day something where, and I realized after the fact, after we, we shot it, you know, he was really uncomfortable and he was acting really uncomfortable and not his actual acting acting but like in beforehand with the you know and there was no intimacy coordinator you know and it was kind of on it felt like oh it's on me to sort of like check in whatever and then afterwards I was like oh right because like we have like I'm I'm in my actory journey of like having this fantasy like having this like fun relationship and having as a person this kind of like acting crush on this person and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh you know we're having fun you know it's a party like we're getting to work Mm -hmm. together and it's so fun and and then he's out uncomfortable and I'm like wait, aren't you having fun? Like, isn't this a fun thing for you? You know, I thought we were having fun. And I realized like, and this is, and this is just like obvious now after the, after it happened, I realized like, oh, we have to check in. Like, this is important stuff. Like we should talk about, you know, how we feel about the role, how we feel about playing each other's significant others, like how we, you know, I need to have a conversation with this person. And I did that. I made sure that it happened. And, and that was just as an, I didn't realize that. Was, I think that was really my responsibility. And I did, and we talked and I was like, you know, we have this great chemistry, like, but I, I really feel like, you know, there's times when I'm really bubbly and crazy and over the top that, I, you know, I don't, 
really always connect. And like, so we, we, we had a whole conversation about like our acting style and what our expectations were for this, these parts. And after that, it was like, he, it was like, even the director and the show, like people were like, even on camera, there's a slight, like it just, oh, he just opened up, you know, to, in a new way. And it was just like, oh yeah, yeah. of course. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize like, because of the overlap of like human feelings and and acting like you need to have the human conversations about those things like it's mm-hmm. it's like the it's the opposite of nasa you know like yeah. the physical trajectories and all that stuff you have to make those emotional trajectories you have to be willing to open up in a certain way that i think is really for me as a comedian did not I was not expecting to have to do that. I was not expecting mm. to have to bring my whole person in a, in a way, you know, and be able mm. to open up to this person and talk about like what I'm afraid of as an actor. And it had kind of happened naturally with my other co-stars, but I realized this person is in a vulnerable spot and it would be so much better for both of us if we were able to, you know, have conversations and, um, and I'm really, yeah, I learned a lot. I learned so much from that experience. Like, mm. It was probably one of the crazy, like, I was like, oh, I, I think I leveled up as an actor as well. Yeah. You're sort of describing there's always a power dynamic. Yes. Um, yeah. The, and it's hard to take responsibility for it because you risk being told that you're wrong, that you don't have the power you think you do. <laughs> right. There's always a power dynamic between, you know, who has the biggest role on set, who um, who's the showrunner versus the director, who's all this and the um, intimacy stuff. Um magnifies that yeah. always magnifies that um and you described taking uh responsibility in a way that would sort of helped him but also helped you yeah. uh deepen your connection pretty quickly like yeah. when you're talking about number of days working together and i i sort of always over talk and over Me too. um yeah and so i have a slightly different thing, which is that unless there is something where the person that I'm working with uh, needs to know that I'm not going to, um, you know, if it's like I'm taking this person's clothes off and we're headed to the shower, which is a scene I've shot before at least once. And I, unless I need to verbally say this person, not to brag, this person, um, like you, you like, how do you want me to do the buttons here? I will say that. But in a scene where it's like a quick little peck and it's a whatever, I tend to sort of like withdraw from the part of me that wants to explain things because I'm trying to actually, as the actor on my own, I'm trying to counteract all of that like Boy Scout and coworkerism. And I'm trying to get more into the right. sort of like mystery of being with someone I've never kissed before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I've gotten older, I've, I've definitely become more like less explaining yeah. in these kind of situations because I have to engage the part of me that's like, D- is she going to kiss me back when I kiss her? Cause that's what, that's what a first kiss is about yeah. so often. Yeah. And I have to create that by not fucking me, 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 me right. all the time. That's um, a great strategy because, but that's, but it's, it's just very personal to me is what I'm trying to say. Like I'm working against something really specific inside of me as my, as myself. Right. It's not about like best practices. Some people don't feel safe unless there's an agreement that like, I'm going to um, peck you and then they need to call cut because I'm afraid. 
and and that is just as valid. Yes, you know? yes, like, yes, for sure. Um, but I I have to I have to engage the the uh, will they won't they inside of me even though I know the end of the script. Right. Because I'm so technical uh, naturally. Right. I think that's well. I love that strategy for you, and it also brings up kind of where we're at in terms of your career, but also trust with other, like you're in that moment, like you, you are letting that other actor over wherever they are go. Like, look, I, I gotta believe right now that you are, you got this. And if you have a problem, you're going to say something, which is sort of modern, you know, it's sort of like we've horseshoed around (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. To the yeah, other yeah. side yeah, of motivation coordinators, is different. right? Yeah, I completely yeah. get why you're doing that, and I would appreciate that as an actor myself. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a different way to approach it, and I really think it's important for you as the like, yeah, the Boy Scoutiness is like <laughs> it comes to the forefront. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not, I already know that I'm not going to put my hand on right. the scene partner's hip in between takes. Because I want to practice before the real one, you know, like I'm not making those moves. Yeah. So because I, I, I'm so good... sort of cold in my, in my interaction with my own uh, skill yeah. that I have to, I'm trying to warm everything up for myself by just, um, you know, a lot of times uh, people describe good acting as just, you don't interfere with what the audience wants to believe about you. That's something Laura and I talk about a lot. And that's what a lot of Laura's coaches, uh, teachers have talked about in their books. And, and it's the same thing with a, with a romantic, like sometimes I just have to stay out of the way of us falling in love in between setups. Um, and, and that will just accelerate our connection Mm -hmm. or just my connection to them, even independent of what they think about me. Mm. Um, as quickly as possible um, with obviously the caveats that um, that everybody feel comfortable and safe. Yeah. I mean, I think for a lot of people who perform and do this thing we do, <laughs> it's such an arty way of describing it. This crazy thing we do. Uh, it It's easy. You know, it, it's, it, I don't know if this is true for you, Michael, but I think for, for me and most of the people that I've met in this field, like it's easy to like, go into those fantasy zones, have those feelings. It's just easy. There's always something there in the air about something and, you know, about some circumstance with some person. You can kind of like have that, you know, you can have those moments in your brain. I don't know if you're you're that same way, but, you know, like this, this circumstance I've had and on, um, yeah, this is pretty unique. I mean, it was a little bit of the same on People of Earth with Bjorn and, as a comedian and a comedic actor, I've had a lot to learn about acting in general and doing and and I've learned so much of it the opposite way, like after you would want to have learned it, you know, um, yeah, because comedic chemistry with somebody, which I very much had with Bjorn, is very conducive to like other types of chemistry, but it's also for me, I'm, you know, and also Bjorn is also a standup. It's a, there's a comp, there's a competitive nature to it. We're, yeah. We were competitive people doing a competitive sort of art. And it, it made, I think our, like, it, it, it kind of, it, that was what was complicating the romantic stuff for me you know was mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. i'm the funny one you know there's this little voice in the back of your yeah. head as a stand up where you're always supposed to be like i'm the funnier one and like, just 
So I had to become friends with Bjorn and like we are now very close friends because I think, well, because I love him as a person. But uh, that was that was a weird part of it. And then on this other show interrogation that I did, I had this scene with um, Kyle where I had to like be making breakfast and he came up behind me shirtless, you know, and did one of the whole like he had to do we're a post-coital hugging and then he notices something on the news. So that was like all on his plate. Oh God. And I had to just be cute and not knowing really what's going on. La 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 la, you know, whatever. (laughs) And I was like, easy. I'm adorable. Easy. That's all I do. (laughs) So, so I fucking like am not thinking about all the stuff he has to take care of as a good guest star coming in. You know, I'm part of his story. I'm a piece in his puzzle. Mm. Mm-hmm. How tonally can I compliment and add texture and layer to what he's, you know, none of that's in my head. I'm just like, I'm cute. <laughs> Do I look cute? Ugh. And then I remember this crazy, <laughs> this is, this is, if, I, if I'm on this podcast to talk about anything, it's this, this Rube <laughs> Goldberg, like situational set of like circumstances that had to happen before he walked into the room it's the coffee makers brewing i think it was like you know it had to be like percolating just so toast pops up i swear to god toast popping up was part of it oh god an egg is frying i flip it you know what i mean it's like it and it was like boom boop 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 like has to happen before (laughs) Every time we did it, I was laughing so hard. Like, I had to, like, walk away because it was so funny that it was, like, and the orange juice comes down, toast pops up, go toast, go toast. Like, it was just, like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't help it. It was just, like, this is ridiculous. Who gives a shit, you know? And so I wasn't in it at all. I wasn't in, I had nothing, I didn't give a shit about this guy's story, even though that's the TV show, hello. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that was probably my one example of like, where in that process I, I made errors of judgment, probably due to my own nervousness and my own defensiveness as somebody coming in, having to be naked, where my co-star on Resident Alien, who is my romantic other, Justin Rain. To his credit, like, I mean, he was in a really similar spot. Like, he was nervous as a dramatic actor coming into a comedy. But he was nervous. Mm -hmm. He was scared. He was like, I'm open about the fact that I don't know what I'm doing. You know, (laughs) this is a big deal. I don't know how to do this. You know, which is almost, Mm. like, more professional than what I was doing. Me, like, I got this. And I really respected that. And it was so helpful to me. And over the course of working with him on two seasons... It has gotten to the point where, like, yeah, he's he's mo- he's much more comfortable. He knows his role in the grand story, and in your story, in my story, and he's right. got an idea. He's got a picture of what that is to the point where now he's at the point where he's so comfortable that he'll speak up for himself and go, "I don't know if, I don't know if they would have that interaction. I don't know if he was." And it's developed really mm-hmm. naturally to the point where it's like, "Oh, he's got this. I don't need to worry about him anymore." Because everything he yeah. says is on point. I've never been like, really? You know, <laughs> like he's, oh, absolutely he's right. We got to do it this way. We got to do it this way. Hmm. And it's been such a gift. It's been such a gift. I mean, Justin is so talented and 
I have obviously take credit for that because I picked him. Yeah. Um, you picked him. You also birthed him and trained him. I and, did. You know. I birthed him and trained him. Taught him everything he knows. I did. I, You guys, after listening to this, I'm... I've I've only done in I've only done one physically intimate scene on camera and it was like barely intimate and it happened to be somebody I knew really well. Mm. And so it was Ooh, like Was that hard? That that I, feels like it would be hard um, in and of itself. Yes. I, I mean I felt properly weird, but Yeah. but I knew him and trusted him and love him and you know it, we went to school together. So, um, were you attracted I, to him? Like uh, prior to the, prior to the scene or job? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was, Oh, okay. but not like to the point where I was like, Oh my God, I gotta, I, I gotta hit that. Finally. <laughs> I gotta hit that. Finally. <laughs> no, I gotta get I this just, guy on a bridge. I mean, I should say this, he's an attractive <laughs> person. And I was like, he's cute. You know what I mean? But it, we were just okay. friends. And, um, anyway, it was, I think it was a fine experience be probably because of him and also the set and who was making the film and all mm. that. It was just that easy. Matters and we were married bit. in the movie too. So it wasn't like, right. Uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't like hot, 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 hot. So different. No, it was like so cute and like kissing and picking oh. up and being cute, you know, but so, but after this, hearing all this, I've never want to do it ever, ever, ever. Oh, no. Um, I didn't mean oh, that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. But I have had the experience um, on stage multiple times. I I mean, I've been like, you know, naked from the waist up on stage with my back to the audience on top of somebody. And um, but the weirdest thing that I ever had to do was just like a full-blown makeout, like super hot makeout sesh after some bloodletting. So I was covered in blood. Real blood. Whoa. No, not real blood. Why did I say that? Obviously not real blood, Alice. Just writing that. Not down. real blood. But <laughs> I I mean, it was a full-on like hot yeah. makeout at the, you know, all the way downstage. Jesus. Kneeling just all over each other. And yeah. I can still feel my husband's eyes huh like i could see him out of the corner of my eye when he came to the show so the weirdest experience i've ever had with intimacy was and also my parents was making out like hot and heavy with this i think gay dude who was lovely and wonderful and being able to see my parents and my husband yeah at the same time <laughs> that, no, like it was traumatizing that's wow and I mean, five performances a week, yeah. you know, and there was other people watching too. My students came, like, I felt so embarrassed. I was, that was my chief feeling was like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. It was just like this weird. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, like, that resonates I'm, with me. Does it? Yes. That resonates with me. It felt embarrassing. Not to sure. be like sexy and sexual because there was a time in my acting journey that it it felt embarrassing to allow myself to be seen as um, I really actually related to what you said, Alice, and I don't remember exactly what you said, but it's along these lines. It wasn't really about um, people seeing me be sexual. It was about, I didn't want people to think that I thought I was super sexy or something. Uh, Like there was this weird, like, don't, don't think that I think I'm super hot and sexy guys. Like, first of all, yes, yes. Yeah. Now I'm like at 44. I'm like, no, think that. Cause I am. 
Yeah. But at yeah. the time, I didn't feel like that. But it, when it, by the time I did this show, it wasn't that anymore. It was just like, I was just so aware of the fact that I was getting paid to make out with a dude covered in blood while people watched me in real time. Like that's and it felt embarrassing. a luxury that you are getting to do that. Yeah. You're indulging so hard. And they have to watch it. And I, and it, and I liked it. Like, yeah. And at, you liked at it. At first I didn't, yeah. but eventually we were like, you know, I mean, five performances a week for several weeks and you know, you get used to it and then you're like, well, I may as well enjoy this. And totally. I mean, that's and then super, your husband's watching. That's super <laughs> and then, not the same as what in film. Cause it's just, you got that one day, it's, you know, it's over and over and over. Oh and over my God. Again. That's so crazy. It's so weird. And then I went after the show when I left stage door, my husband was there and I went up to kiss him and he went, I'm good. Oh I'm good. my God. I and would I was kill like, myself. Oh my God. Yeah, it felt weird. It didn't last very long. I don't even think it lasted that that evening, you know, but but it felt bad. And it felt like I was cheating on my husband and he was watching. Yeah. And I was forcing him to watch. Yeah. So (laughs) I think it was awful. That's exactly what it is. And so when I watched the scenes with Justin later on with Garrett, that was something that I had prepared for with him. You watched them together. Well, yeah, and it was just it's like the scenes are not like hot and heavy, like I said, you know. Sure. So, but the fact is, like, I knew it was going to be hard, and Garrett, because we had had our whole discussion, like lots of discussions about it, and for me, that was it. It was like the embarrassment of he knew that I had a crush on this person. You know what I mean? Like a. He knew what the extent of my chemistry was with this person is what I'll say. Mm -hmm. He knew Mm -hmm. all about it. We had had long discussions because in this circumstance for me, it was kind of new. It was a new, it was a new situation for me. Uh, It was a new situation for us. We were at a distance and we had to like level up as a relationship. Like I realized there was parts of me. I was scared for him to see Garrett. You know, mm-hmm. parts of my fantasy life that I couldn't mm-hmm. share with him or or anyone. Mm. Totally, I was really mm. like I had really protective walls around certain parts of my like my sex life, my fantasy life, my inner crush mm-hmm. life. And oh yeah, I can. Well, God, I relate to this. Yeah, and and he was really hurt by that, <laughs> not the crush on the person, because we kind of got past that quickly, but the. The, the the stuff that it brought up was really a big deal for us. And hmm. our our relationship was kind of dependent on our ability to get past that and work through it. And we did. Um, and part of it was like watching that together and then having to like talk about it, even though nothing really happened on screen, you know, but it was really about like, how do you feel, Alice? You know, how do you... How do you feel? Well, I feel scared you're going to leave me. I feel scared you're going to see me for who I am. You know, oh, I, wow. you know, and we we made it to the other side. And what I really wanted has kind of come true, which is that he can have fun if I'm having fun and vice versa. You know, mm, like wow. he now knows the things that are fun for me in the in the, the world. He knows how it's not a threat to him because we know mm-hmm. what is a threat to us. Mm-hmm. you know, is really the stuff that's inside us and our own fears. And mm. yeah, it's just like, it's made it, it's made it, it's made a thing that was already really good, which our relationship was, our relationship was good pre pandemic, but it was kind of like we were coasting in a really like 
we joke about it where we were like cocky. We got cocky. You know, Mm -hmm. like we'd hear about people with kids, like our friends who got married and stuff like that. And we'd be like, ooh, (laughs) we have a great, we're good though. You know, like, (laughs) and then stuff happened, you know, and, uh, and we realized like, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't get to do that. We don't get to get cocky about, about each other and our relationship. And Laura, do you have this, have a similar experience? Like, how did you navigate that experience with Maddie? of him seeing your work, the, the sexual element of your performance. How, how did you guys navigate that? <laughs> um, I mean, we definitely talked about it. We talked about it beforehand, before he came to the show. We talked about it while I was in rehearsals because I was making out with him in rehearsals all the time too. Yeah. And it wasn't just the making out. I was, ext- I was very objectified in that show. So there was a lot of like me doing right. kind of sexual right. movements and things. And, um, so we talked about it. You know, he is very m- pragmatic and um, was kind of like, we talked about it. It was not a big deal. He was very honest about how it felt to watch, which was not enjoyable. And that was that. Like, mm. What was your relationship to him being uncomfortable with it, if however temporarily? I'm that was my entire, like, Almost my my entire relationship to the thing I had to do had to do with my husband's relationship to it mm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, which is partially because I'm extremely codependent, but also because I knew I wasn't going to um, develop, you know, any kind of feelings for this person or, you know, I mean, I fell in love with him because I had to and he was my husband and I just, I fall in love with everybody like has been talked about. But I've been doing it long enough that I knew that it wasn't a threat in any way. It didn't right. need to be like discussed mm. at that point. And, um, but I was, I remember being in rehearsals and thinking like, God, he's, what is this going to do to our relationship? Because I can't know, he can't know until he actually sees it, mm. how he's going to react to it. Right. So the, are you going to leave no pre- me thing was real. Right. I wish I could remember better because it was a play and it was years ago, but I, also, he was away for, because he was on tour from, uh, I booked it. I started rehearsal and like a week or so into rehearsal, he booked a long tour and was gone for the entirety of rehearsals and the entire show, except Ugh. he came home for one night. So it was more so similar con- experiences. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. And I, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it and his, the thing that he was on tour with Laura, was like a live sex show between him and animals. Right. That he went on tour. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was a thing you guys was, had to yes. deal with. Right. Yeah. I, I, I do recall discussing some boundaries before we did this episode though, Michael, where you weren't actually supposed to mention that. <laughs> So, huh? That's cool. Well, that was the ba- oh, that was I the thought it was, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and then you go. I thought it was the, and then you say the other thing that you knew you. Yeah, were. I thought exactly. it was that I didn't mention that it was goats, mostly okay. goats. See, and you just mentioned it. <laughs> well, I'll edit. I'll edit out the goats. <laughs> well, I would say that don't do that. If you're listening at home, don't do that. Don't don't be codependent. Leave those goats alone. Leave those goats alone. Basically, basically that is what he was doing. He was on tour with a band. That's That's weird. Probably a great way to describe it. My Garrett, he goes on tours with the bands. Does he? Yes, he does. And I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, Mine doesn't do it anymore because I liked it so little. (laughs) 
<laughs> and also he liked it. So he did not, once we had a kid, yeah. it was like, mm, yeah. how many Halloweens are you going to miss before? How many, you know, yeah. days uh, that are important where we're making memories? He eventually, we were in agreement that it was not the right thing anymore. And um, mm. it's working out great. But yeah, I know what that's like and it's hard. But when he was away, I think there was also a concern for me that because he was away, he was thinking like, you know, I'm like at rehearsal making out with this dude. He definitely, now, mm. now that I'm thinking about it, he asked me mm. about the guy, you know? Yeah. But we mm-hmm. were just really open when when things came up. We talked about it. As far as I know, he said what he felt when he felt it. And yeah, ultimately, I think, you know, when you're two, you know, reasonably emotionally mature adults who've been together for quite some time. Yeah, I, I think it's behooves you to figure out like your boundaries and what it is that you want to get out of a certain like where you're at for lack of a better uh, way of saying it. Um, for me, like the whole like uh, Garrett and I having a conversation with like, you meet your new co-star, what's he like? Like that conversation has to happen for us to be good about it. Like it has to, we have to have like full transparency mm-hmm. for us going forward because we're in a space where it's like, we know it's safe. We know it's fine. We know it's fun, but we're still like kind of, Ah, it's hard to describe. We're still sort of like in the in the years of like reassuring us that it's safe and good. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. we're still yeah, in the yeah. time You're of only like five years in. Exactly. We're five years in and we're still going to yeah. keep going. Like we're still going to keep uh, like knocking the foundation with this where it's like the next time I have a co-star that I have to be intimate with. It's going to be like, what's the guy like? I'm like, how do you feel about him? Okay. How do you feel about me feeling this way? How do you feel about me feeling this way? And mm-hmm. allowing each other to just like be who we are. And it's, it's, un- it's very uncomfortable for me. You know, I, I'm assuming for him, it's a little uncomfortable too, but it's really uncomfortable for me to like, I call it being in feelings prison, having these talks. Um, <laughs> but it's super necessary for us to like, fully see each other, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and being seen, as they say, uh is 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 love. It's like, you know, it's it's uh paying attention to each other and and putting your attention on on one another. And it's really important for us just where we're right. at to do that. And I think there's a future in which in which it doesn't have to be quite as protracted. It's already it's already become not as protracted as, as it used to be, the conversations that we'd have to have. You know, the emotional NASA, the emotional prip, mm-hmm. trip prep. Mm-hmm. You know what? Oh, you know what I, <laughs> what I'm thinking about is that I, so I, I write sometimes and I wrote a short and it is highly sexual and I have a few shorts, but this one in particular, I just started writing and this thing came out and it's, probably pretty decent, if not pretty good. It might be one of the best things I've ever written. And it is a great part for me. And I'm like, that would feel weird. Mm. I was like, Hey, I wrote this thing where I, that would feel, and I'm directing it or, you know, my friend's directing it and I'm choosing who's playing my person (laughs) who I'm going to fake bang. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, no, thank you. Yikes. So that's fucking like a whole other level. That's warriorship. If you could do that, I mean, that would be amazing. I can't, but like, maybe <laughs> I can at some point, but I don't think I can now. 
I am Shiva. <laughs> just like so fucking out there. Like, fuck yeah. This totally. is my shit. That's oh, so yeah. brave. And there's oh. two dudes involved. Oh, I, 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 I have hopes for you. It's like a triangle, like a love triangle. So I was like, wow, this is just probably not something I should do at this point. But there will come a point where it might, it might be. Or maybe I'll direct it and it won't even be me acting in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, Or maybe it doesn't need, be, need to be made and it just needed to be written. I don't know. But uh, but this stuff is complicated. <laughs> but what like I was also thinking, <laughs> I was also thinking that in the times that I have been physically intimate with people at, as a result of the role, for my partner to have been worried about those relationships, there were there have been other people that I've never had to be physically intimate with yeah. who I've fully crushed on on jobs and my partner would never even worry about that. So it's this funny, like, yes. Or I don't think he would anyway. He's never said anything, you know? Yeah. So it's so fascinating that this thing that you are doing in front of a bunch of people you're getting paid for is choreographed is the thing that causes those conversations or makes them necessary. You know what I mean? Not that it wouldn't be necessary if I had a crush on somebody. No, no, I've had crushes on people on set and like not felt it necessary to tell my husband because right. it's like, yeah. and then it's it over and I'm not going to see this person. It's not Who the, cares? the like actual crush or the actual person or the actual relationship. It's it, for me, it was more just like Garrett needs to know about the bridge. <laughs> you know, Garrett needs to know that yes. like, this yes. is what my head does. This is where my fantasy goes. This is what fascinates that part of my uh, amygdala. And totally what, you know, what it looks like, uh, what it feels like in my body and like, and like the differences for him and me about, you know, where our different fantasy paths go. And it's, that's what's necessary for us to know. Like that's what, for him, it was really important that he be let in on certain aspects of, of that, Mm -hmm. of my head and how my head works Mm -hmm. because he wants, you know, cause he wants to be my life partner. He wants to be, you know, he wants to have he wants to feel close to me in those ways. And mm-hmm. and that's what it's really about. The other people, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what they relate, like how I connect with them um, is kind of beside the point. He can wrap his head around other people so much more easily than the holodeck in my brain. Do you know what I mean? Yep. We're just oh, very I love different. I a holodeck yep. reference. I just love <laughs> yeah. a holodeck reference. I feel so seen. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, they didn't know you were Michael a Michael probably doesn't even know what a holodeck is. No, it's a star or something. Bleep, blurp, bleep, 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 bleep. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Right. That's right. Wars. You want to go to there. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. You want to go to there. Guys, yeah. the great irony of the question asker in this episode is that she could give two shits I know. about <laughs> who and what it's I am best. involved with. Which you like? I'm listening to you guys. How it deepened your relationship, and I was like, "Do I even have a partner in this world? Am I just alone?" Well, because she has never, ever. She's like, "Go get the money." Yeah, we have this running bit in our marriage that if I'm a recurring, and it's a will they won't they, as soon as I call her and tell her in the new script I kiss her, Laura goes, "Up, you're coming home soon." Because once you, if it's a will, they won't. They, they if they will, and you kiss, then you're for sure going to break and up. You're gonna, I've got to turn out die. to be a serial killer, and it's got to end exactly. <laughs> so Laura's always like, "Don't 
just be nice, but don't get too, because then you'll have to be, you'll be home again. And you'll be looking for work. It'll be horrible. Do not. You kiss her. You're kissing her now. Oh no, we're going to, we're never going to eat. But you've been married since the age of men. Yeah, it's true. You've been married since before marriage was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We were the first. You invented marriage. So I get that why she's like that. She's she's clearly you think she's wait, so clearly you think had time... enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I That's mean that's really like, funny, but also um one hundred percent true. Well, yeah, because like your relationship ago. is yeah. you know, has gone through so many iterations that it's it's has a really solid foundation so that's not you're never you're never you don't really need to return to the that part of knocking the foundation there's other things going on but i get why she's like that when i was 21 or 22 my first day of work on my first tv show the oc i kissed one of the leads of the show mm-hmm. and we had already been together 5 years at that yeah time. exactly <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, yeah. You're like Aragorn yeah. and whatever. You know what? I'm gonna stop doing nerdy references because Michael's here. But she also, she also is a different kind of person. Yes, she is. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's her personality. Yeah, she's, she's just like just, hyper secure. She doesn't give a. She doesn't give a shit about certain things that so many people do. She's she is hyper yeah. secure. In these certain yeah. ways that it makes sense to me that she really doesn't give a shit. I'll have what she's I don't having. think it affects her. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. You move to rom-com references. <laughs> you guys, this has been a very... Alice, thank you for bringing so much emotional maturity and wisdom you didn't to think the I had it in me, did you? today. You know, I will say I'm a little surprised, but I don't think you should take that personally. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be so... Your, your, your awareness and wisdom was extremely potent. And I, I'm really touched by it, having known you as long as I have. And having watched you awareness navigate these waters. Yeah, write it down. That's right. Write it down. Potent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wisdom. Potent. I think you're going to, you like this right now. And when you hear it, you're going to be like, that condescending, patronizing <laughs> asshole. He is who I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I, I take that very sincerely. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I've thought about this a lot. So I'm glad that I picked this question out of the two very difficult questions that you gave me. Ooh. What was the other one? It was like, um, what is wrong with the industry or something? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, tune in next week for what is wrong with the industry. <laughs> That one will just be me and Laura because we can't get a guest. <laughs> I can't make it either, actually. <laughs> That's what's wrong with you. Just, just you, Michael. <laughs> just Michael in a void. Put, a re- put reverb on there and act like you're alone in a, in a cave <laughs> and you can't get out. I think, th- I think the industry's in a good place. place, place. <laughs> <laughs> it seems right. It seems right that the white guy would do a solo <laughs> on like how good show business is. It's good. Here's what's it's wrong. awake enough. It's awake enough. You know, there's there's enough problems, but the main one is just too much awareness, to be honest with you. Like we got the sensitivity and the awareness Oof. is tiresome. Through off the charts. 
with the sensitivity. People just want there to be problems, so I they keep making I think what I'm trying them. to say is you can't say anything anymore. <laughs> you can't even express yourself. You can't be who you are. You can't are. even have a podcast. Listen, guys, if you're kissing a girl on screen, you just lay it on her. You just lay you it right on her. You give it to her and you let her know. Oh, yeah. you, you yeah. let her know. You hey, pedal to is, the metal. This is who you're dealing with. You don't check in with her. You don't check in. You no. don't care. No. That's not your job. You don't even wear don't clothes. Let the director. You don't. And you don't intimacy. wear. That's right. What they gave you. You wear a trench coat. Nothing underneath. <laughs> I don't care about continuity. <laughs> I'm a creep. Alice, what should um what should what people should? know about you? It's uh let's see. I'm streaming live on Twitch. If any of your listeners are gamers, I'm streaming live on Twitch on Tuesdays and Friday afternoons. Twitch. Uh, my handle is just my name. And then you can go to alicewetterland.com for everything else. I've got a podcast called Mostly Fans that's literally just me in a cave. <laughs> um, sometimes Michael. And I've got uh, another podcast called Treks in the City, which you might be interested in, Laura, which is to I am. Uh, me and Veronica Osario talking about Star Trek. We're on DS9 right now, so just recorded yesterday there you go guys i already told you how to leave a message for the actors helpline you can also find us on instagram at the actors helpline i'm michael cassidy actor on instagram i'm laura hollow what am i i'm holloway at holloway underscore ee like holloway oh nice oh i have to sing it because no one gets no it no one gets it yeah, yeah. you know joke you have to explain Been there. kind. <laughs> but i'm hanging on i'm hanging on to it i'm not changing never change i couldn't if i wanted to <laughs>